Income Tax Podcast with Mike Grinning. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Creative Chats. It's the podcast for artist makers and content creators where we talk about creativity, the creative process, and story. I'm your host, Mike Brennan. You can connect with me over on Instagram. I'm at Mike Bone. And you can check out my work on my website, which is mikebrennan.me. I'd also love to have you be part of our free online Facebook group called Daily Creative Habit. If you would like to show up more consistently for your creativity and craft and be in a community of people all rowing in the same direction, then I want to extend this invitation to you right now. Go to dailycreativehabit.com, request to join the group, and I look forward to seeing you there. Hey, so I want to talk to you today about the second thing in helping you establish a daily creative habit. I shared about this previously, about there are three things that uh, have helped me on my journey, three steps, three keys, if you will, that I identified through my own journey of showing up every single day after being away from my art for 10 years, suffering from depression, coming at rock bottom and realizing I need to get back to doing some artwork for me because it brought me joy. Because at one time in my life, I just fell in love with it. The process, the creative process, the things I was able to do and how I was able to give my art away and have it affect the people around me. Um, I wanted that back, but I wasn't sure I could get back to that place. And for some of you, that's where you're at. You're thinking about your creativity. You're thinking about that thing that you love to do and how maybe it got squeezed out of your life because of practical things, responsible things. It got placed on a shelf because, you know, life happened, right? And yet now you're in a season of life where you've been thinking about that, where you've been feeling those pangs of wanting to engage with that place in you again, but yet wondering, is it even possible? Or has that place died? And I just have these memories now of one day I, I, I had done these things. One day I had shown up and created some things that I felt proud of, that I felt good about. But that was from the past and can never be again. And I want to tell you that it can be again because I'm living proof of that. After having been away from my art for 10 years and depression and rock bottom and coming back to my art and establishing what I call a daily creative habit, showing up every single day, making these small deposits, and that's what I talked about last time was number one was starting small. It was identifying these small time blocks where I could show up and take the pressure off and identify that these small steps, these small time deposits were adding up to something much larger. It gave me a place to play, to experiment, to find my voice, my style. And it was exciting for me to be able to engage with that place with me again, even though it was awkward in the beginning, even though I was embarrassed by what the results were. I knew it was leading me someplace bigger and I needed to just keep with it. Today, I wanna to talk about the second thing, the second step or second key, if you will, and that was schedule it. It sounds like the most uncreative thing you could do, right? I'm going to schedule my creativity. I mean, <laughs> What is it like the, the muse show up at a certain time? Okay, if I put on my calendar, you know, Thursday at 3 p.m., uh, make sure that the muse drops by and I feel inspired at that point and I'm going to create something that's I'm going to feel good about and that's going to be worth something. That seems ridiculous, right? 
so often we want to feel inspired first, and then we set about creating. We want to do something more in the moment, more spontaneous. If you're wired to be more spontaneous, and let me tell you, I didn't think that I was because I was part of some systems and some um, just environments that were more structured, and I thought I had to be that way. And then one time in my life, I realized, you know what, actually, I enjoy my more spontaneity. I enjoy improv more than I enjoy this methodical, planned out um, type of thing. And I think there's, there's merit to both. I think you need both. I think you do need to plan, but you also need room to be able to um, do something more spontaneous and in the moment. But preparation allows you to be ready in the moment. So scheduling it, scheduling your time, those 10, 15 minutes, that half hour that I spoke about previously, when you start to identify where those places are in your calendar and you start to actually put it on your calendar that you're going to show up for that, it makes a huge difference. It's not that you're dictating what you're going to do in that time. It's simply saying, I'm reserving this time as an important time block. Just like you would put on your calendar a doctor's appointment or a birthday party, an anniversary party, something important to you that goes on your calendar, you know that it's there. You make sure that you don't plan anything over it. You make sure that you don't bump it. It's important, so it made it to your calendar. Well, the same way, it's learning to see this time for yourself as important. And as silly as it sounds, putting a 15 minute increment, a half hour increment on your calendar that says creative time or me time or whatever it is that you wanna call it, daily creative habit, put that on your calendar because it will be the reminder for you to show up and to protect that time. And that's really at the heart of this is shifting a mentality, shifting a perspective, shifting the importance because for many people, it's always about everybody else. It's always about serving the people around them. It's always about doing for the people around them. And then it gets to this point where you're spent, you're burned out, and maybe even resentful because you've been serving everybody else around you. You've been doing everything for everybody else around you. And then you get to that point and you go, well, what about me? What about my time? What about the things that I wanna say? What about the things I wanna do? What about my own creativity? Everything's about everybody else. And for some of us, we've learned to attach our identity and our value in the serving of other people, which is great serving other people. And we need to serve other people, but we also need to make sure we're taking care of ourselves so that we can serve people from the right place. And that we're also not attaching our identities to that service of other people. And that's a whole other huge conversation <laughs> that we don't really have time for right now. And quite honestly, probably a, a counseling session. But, if we start to identify these time blocks, if we start to put it on our calendars and schedule it, we start to say, I'm going to show up for this because this is important. Something shifts in us. We've said that we are going to value not only this time, but what this time represents. And what this time represents is us valuing our own creativity, which is hard for so many of us. It's hard for many of us because we haven't put in enough time to get past that place of what we see in our heads and what, what actually comes out. That gap, that huge gap sometimes, that's discouraging. 
we haven't put in enough time where that gap starts to close a little bit more, where we've allowed ourselves to grow and to practice. That's a word that we don't really like these days. We want to be experts out of the gate. And when we're not experts out of the gate, we get discouraged. We feel like something's wrong. We feel like we're less than, and therefore we feel like what we create is less than. There's no value in it. But if we start to identify that this time block is important because it's helping us be who we truly are as creative people, it's helping us show up. And it's, it's like the story of the baker who bakes for everybody else and doesn't eat a meal for himself. He can't go very long doing that. He'll die. And we understand that in that little parable, that little story. But yet, that's the same thing we do with our own creativity. We leverage it for everybody else. We leverage our time. We, we leverage our, our lives for everybody else. And yet, we don't take the time to do the things for ourselves, the self-care, the self-love, the, the, the showing up for our own creativity because it simply makes us feel alive. And then we wonder why we're feeling dissatisfied. We wonder why we have these pangs every so often to engage with our creativity, and yet it doesn't really amount to anything. Ten years later, after a ten-year gap, I am still going with my daily creative habit, and it is something that continues to grow and morph and change and inform my own journey as a creative person. And I continue to set before myself new challenges. I continue to set before myself things that I try, break, fail, try again. And it's not simply tied to a certain medium or a certain subject matter for me. It's really more about me showing up and engaging with that place within me that allows me to be creative. It allows me to express. It allows me to say the things that I want to say in the way that I want to say them, in the style that is me. And whether that's a video, whether that's some of the artwork like you see behind me right now, whether that's um, creating something else. There was a time in my life where I did a lot more music. I played guitar um, and I wrote songs. That's how creativity showed up for me, or I showed up for creativity, I really should say. Uh, For me, it's not necessarily tied to one specific medium but I have a lot of creative interests. And so learning to show up for myself, learning to schedule it to protect that time, to value that time and to value myself as a creative person in that time, understanding that even though this looks like, again, I talked about this previously, small time increments, 15 minutes, a half hour, which doesn't seem like much at face value, but that added up over time allows you to keep entering into that space, to keep showing up, to keep reinforcing to yourself that yes, you are a creative person. Yes, you have something to say. Yes, you have a way to show up. And there is something in you that you want to create. Maybe you're not even fully aware of it yet. Maybe you haven't fully realized it yet, but there's something in you that needs to come out of you that isn't going to happen any other way unless you show up. You need that thing. The world around you needs that thing. And unless you're intentional about it, it's never going to show up because it's not going to force its way out of you. You need to invite it. You need to invite it just like you would invite a friend to coffee and you put it on the calendar and you show up. 
Do that with your own creativity. Do that with the muse. And speaking of the muse, you know, too often we think the muse has to be present for me to show up and create because the muse is the thing that brings inspiration. But from my experience, what I have found is that when you show up, sometimes the muse shows up, sometimes it doesn't. But you're still showing up. You're still putting yourself in a place. You're still being ready. You're being prepared, like I talked about before. You're preparing for that time of creativity so that when inspiration does come, when you do get an idea, when you do start to think, oh, this is what I could do, you start to catch a vision for something, then it finds you already at work. And you don't have to spend half that time setting up. Because that's the other thing that would happen. I would find that, you know, I'm gonna spend two hours, three hours on a weekend maybe, if I was lucky, I had these time blocks every so often in my life. And yet, it had been so long since I engaged with my creativity that my supplies were packed away. I didn't have a space that was ready. And it was, th- uh, it was really spent a lot just trying to get up to speed so that I could create. So half the amount of time that I had set aside to create, I was actually spending on setting up. I was actually spending on trying to get into the right mindset. I was spending on all these other things other than actually creating. And so sometimes half the time would go by and I'd find that, man, I'm exhausted. I don't even have the energy to really show up and create, nor am I in this headspace to to be inspired because I've spent everything on setting things up, of finding things, of of setting up my environment, of, of trying to get into the right headspace. And so when you're doing this on a more regular basis, that stuff happens a lot quicker. You know where your things are that you have to use for your creativity. And you know where you need to show up and you know when you need to show up. And then that whole process of getting into the right headspace, of maybe unpacking some of the worries and cares and some of the things that wanna tear at that creative time, you start to learn how to, to dispel that stuff and set that stuff aside quicker so that you could leverage that time for all it's worth in your actual creative process. And it's not a perfect thing every single time by any means, but the more often you engage with that, the easier it becomes, the more momentum you have. And so it's learning to schedule it, not because it's something dry and boring and something that forces you, but it's, it's a tool to help you. It's a tool that helps take some of those decisions away from you in that creative time. You know when, you know where, you know how. Now it's just a matter of actually showing up when you said you were gonna show up to honor your commitment to yourself and to that time. And once you start to see something happening in that time, because you're actually showing up, that's when you start to feel encouraged. That's when you start to feel like, oh, this is doing something. Okay, maybe the results, the product, isn't the greatest, but the process is what's happening. And the more you engage with the process, the greater your art and your creativity will become. Because you're simply practicing again and again and again. You're simply prioritizing for that space. You're prioritizing for yourself. You're prioritizing for your creativity. And it's amazing because when you start to do that, that stuff overlaps on every area of your life. Suddenly you have a place to go that's just yours, where your creativity is not being ruled by clients and committees and 
other constraints. You're doing the things that you want to do. You're dreaming things up. And sometimes the limitations are actually creative problems to solve. And it brings you more joy to be able to do that. Maybe it gives you a place where you're creating things to figure out what it is that you want your creativity to look like. Maybe it gives you a place where you're creating some things because you want to be able to have those things impact the lives of the people around you. I can't tell you how many times I've spoken to people who have these creative dreams, these, these goals of creating something, whether it's a book, whether it's a painting series, whether it's um, music, a short film, and they're like, one day I'm going to be able to say that I've done this thing. And yet a year can go by and it's still a one day I'll be able to say that I can do this thing. And they haven't done it yet because they haven't prioritized for those small deposits. They're still waiting for those large chunks of time. They're still waiting for an invitation for them to be able to, you know, take a week off and do this thing, take a month off or, or whatever it looks like in their minds this big dramatic thing for them to be able to actually produce the work that they want so desperately to produce. And yet if you talk to truly creative professionals who have been quote successful, they're the people who showed up day in and day out making those deposits. The people who are writing a book and they showed up to write a certain word count every single day. And maybe half those words weren't even used in the final book but it was the process. It was them getting the bad work out, the bad words, the bad thoughts, um, all the stuff, the junk had to get out of the way before they got to the good stuff, before they sat down to edit it and refine it and shape it into what it ultimately was to become. But all that stuff came because they showed up, because they made a commitment to themselves and their creativity, because they saw something more ahead and they realize that if I schedule this, if I put this on the calendar, if I prioritize for this, then I'll actually start making progress. Then when progress is starting to get made, then I'll start to feel encouraged by the process. And then I'll want to show up even more and more and more. I've done this again and again and again. I've had several projects that have come out of my daily creative habit over the last 10 years. I have, you know, about four, five different self-published books. I've got uh, art prints and series that have come out of this. I've had different opportunities to work alongside certain people as a result of this. I've produced some work that I was able to enter into certain, um, you know, art shows for awards and things. Um, I mean, the list goes on and on. And I don't say this to, to, in a bragging way at all. I'm just saying this because when you show up and you start doing the work, then it starts getting out there. Then opportunities start to come. And so if you're somebody who's thinking, man, I wish that I had opportunities so that I can lean into this and then do the work, it actually goes the other way around. It's you showing up and creating the work that you want to create. Stop waiting for permission. Stop waiting for the invitation and decide today that you are going to do it. Put it on the calendar, get some people around you who can support you, be a part of your community. And if you're looking for that, I wanna extend the invitation to you to join dailycreativehabit.com. 
it's a private Facebook group right now where you can come and you can post some work and say, this is what I'm working on. This is my progress. And there are people who are in there working on all sorts of types of things who are just posting some things because they want some accountability and they want to invite somebody else into the process. And maybe they need somebody else's eyes on something because they're like, hey, I'm in a place where I don't live physically in a community that is thriving with creative people. I don't have a local community of artists or creative people um, who are doing the same types of work or similar work that can speak into this. And I need that. So join, join the group, post, ask questions, answer questions, be a part of a community. But simply show up, choose, make a decision today to schedule it. Look at your calendar right now. Take it out. If it's on Google, then fine. Open your Google calendar. If it's, if it's on your phone, wherever it is, a paper calendar, I don't care where it is, wherever it is that you keep those important appointments, look at today, look at tomorrow and identify where's 10 minutes, 15 minutes that you can start to do something. And maybe that small seed of something becomes larger over time. But in the beginning, it might be if you're a visual artist, it's, it's simply sketching something with a pen, with a pencil. If you're a writer, maybe it's writing down some key phrases or thoughts, some ideas that you want to expand upon. If you're a musician, maybe it is coming up with a certain melody or a certain lyric. I don't know what that looks like for you in your context of your own creative expression, but how can you boil it down to something that still allows you to get the, the ball rolling, to make that small deposit, that marble moment? How can you boil it down to that and show up in those 15 minutes? And if you have, more time than that, then great. Don't set yourself up for failure, though. Don't be the person who tries to go to the gym after being away for years, or maybe never having stepped into one, and saying, I'm going to be here for two hours, and I'm just going to go crazy. We all know what happens. That person is going to get hurt, honestly. They're going to overextend themselves. They're going to feel horrible because they've done too much in one short period of time. So don't set yourself up for failure in that. Do something that is repeatable. Do something that is measurable, that shows you that there is progress. But you can always add a little at a time, over time, if you're able to, or simply have it be more fluid. Some weeks you may have more available time than other weeks. That's okay. The point is just to show up. The point is to identify these times where you can write it on your calendar, prioritize for it, and say, Yes, this is the time for me, for my daily creative habit. I'm showing up. So what does that look like for you today? What does that look like for you tomorrow, this week? Identify on your calendar right now those places that you can start to steal those moments and leverage them for your daily creative habit. Schedule it today. Thanks for listening today. I'd appreciate it if you would subscribe, leave a rating and a review. It really helps this podcast be seen and heard by others.